you have an opportunity to present yourself with confidence, which comes over time, which comes with practice, and be patient with yourself and know that each of these skills that you'll learn can help you to have your marketing moment when the time is right. Your Marketing Moment podcast is about marketing moments, those significant events or moments of time that transform a career or business and how you can create your own marketing moment. I'm John Nee, president of Act One Partners, a marketing strategy and experiential firm and the host of Your Marketing Moment. Marketing moments are often the result of years of hard work that coincide with good timing. That's why we'll learn what our guests did to make their marketing moment happen and how you can apply these experiences and insights to create a marketing moment of your own. Short and usually focused on a single event, your marketing moment podcast is just a moment of your day to learn about the marketing moment of someone else. Welcome to your marketing moment. I'm John Nee, your host of this podcast, and I'm delighted to have Tracy Hooper as our guest today. Tracy is the founder of The Confidence Project. She and her team help improve engagement in a way that leads to greater confidence. This is foundational for a healthy and positive culture that lifts overall performance. Her Confidence Project clients include major international brands such as Intel, Nike, and Microsoft. Tracy will share with us her marketing moment and also insights from her new book titled The Now Hello, What to Say, What to Do in the World of Work, Remote, Hybrid, and In-Person. She's an entrepreneur, public speaker, executive advisor, expert facilitator, best-selling author, and our guest today. Tracy, welcome to your marketing moment. John Nee, thank you for that introduction. That's very generous. Well, thanks for being here today and let's get started. What was your marketing moment? That defining marketing event where you saw your career or your business transform? Mm -hmm. In late 2014, I had a phone call from a friend of mine who had started a women's leadership program in Portland, she and another woman. And they said they had invited applicants from all over the country, recent college graduates, to apply for this program. They selected six people and they all came to live in Portland in community. They had paid internships. And then on Fridays, they did volunteer work in the community. And my friend said to me, would you be open to providing these young women with an etiquette evening? I said, absolutely. Anything to promote civility in the world. And these young women came to my house and I thought I would briefly go over, how do you introduce yourself? How do you introduce someone else? How do you start a conversation with someone? How do you know when to jump into a conversation? How do you get out of a conversation? And these young women looked at me like they had never heard this information wow. before. Yeah. These are college graduates, smart, capable. So after about 20 minutes, I looked at them and I said, would you all like to have a workshop of sorts where you can invite your friends to come and we'll practice these skills for engagement or skills for connection. They said, oh, that's great. One month later, John, I had 30 young people in my living room. Amazing. And I looked around and I said, and I didn't mo know most of these people. I looked around and I said, does anybody know why you're here tonight? And one person raised their hand and said, I heard this is a crash course in becoming a grown up." <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, hmm. There's a business here. Maybe adulting before it was 
a term. <laughs> Before it was a term. And that was my marketing moment. There is a business nice. here. There's a need. How can I help fill it? So is that how you founded the name, The Confidence Project? How did that come about? Oh, I wish it were that easy. Uh, well, b- at first I began thinking, okay, what skills do I want to teach people? And I'm talking about skills that everybody can learn, not just young women. It started with young women, and then I expanded it to men because I thought, well, men need to know these skills too. And then it was executives and professionals, and it became this big, much bigger project. But I was working with uh, my tech goddess, uh, Sarah Garrison, and she helps me with my website and all things technical. And I said, I can't think of a name for this company. And she said, you know, I'm working on a project with my sister. And I said, oh, that's the name, The Confidence Project. Nice. It's always a work in process. Yes. And that's how it started. That's great. Yeah. And Love then we quickly found out where we could get the domain names and we <laughs> bought them for $12. And yeah, there's always that step. <laughs> there's always that step. You can't step. get too excited about a name until you <laughs> can find a domain, right? That's right. So- how did you put yourself in the position to have that marketing moment? Was it luck or was there skill involved? Well, I would say it's a combination. I started talking to people about this idea, about the project. And part of the skills I learned from my elders growing up, my parents, my grandparents who would come over for dinner all the time, we learned how to have a conversation at our dinner table with six children and lots of different activities. And my mother was the original talk show host. She was the person who would say, okay, Tommy, tell us about your wrestling match or Libby, how did the play go? Or how was the spelling bee? And I began thinking about what did I learn as a child, as a young adult? And then in my own career, as a TV newswoman, I learned a lot by listening and watching other people. Therefore, I set myself up for how I could could begin to develop these skills that other people needed to know. And the great part about the Confidence Project is it's an equal opportunity project. It doesn't matter where you grew up or what your parents did or what zip code you live in or what your personality type or your age. These are skills that everyone can learn. And that builds confidence. If you know at any stage of your life that you can learn skills about how to introduce yourself to someone, or how to speak up for yourself if you've been interrupted, or how to interject into a conversation if you feel like you have something to add. How do you have a difficult conversation? These are skills you can learn at any time. Right. And that's, I began to gather those ideas and then put it together in some semblance of of a presentation that I could offer clients. Right. So a great start, a great name, Mm -hmm. years of experience. Mm -hmm. And then a pandemic hits. Right. And you have this idea for a book. Right. I have this idea for a book. And that was not expected at all. I was sitting with my chin in my hand, talking to my business coach, Mark LeBlanc. And I said, Mark, I think the confidence project is over. I mean, I'm used to going into corporate boardrooms, large auditoriums with hundreds of people, breaking into small groups, practicing skills, doing a lot of role play. Everything I do is live. I had my chin in my hand and I said, I guess I, I guess I need to come up with a new hello. And he said, oh my gosh, Tracy, that's the name of your book. We'll call it the new hello. I said, Mark, I'm not writing a book. He said, yes, you are. You have information that people need and that's how you're going to get it out there. In short order, I wrote the new hello. And almost as soon as I wrote it, John, I thought, 
the world continues to change at mock speed. There's more to write. And then I started to write the now hello. So two books in two years. What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like the new hello was a culmination of your experience, your wisdom from the Confidence Project, probably put together with the backdrop of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. But as you said, there are lessons learned, there are practices that can be applied even past post-pandemic. Oh, yeah. It almost sounds like there might've been a marketing moment in the midst of all that, that you, a light bulb went on and said, you're, you know, confirmed that you were onto something. Was there a moment in the pandemic or as you were writing the book or, or maybe as that first book was published that you, that you saw that this was a good idea? To do another book? To do another book. Yes. And it's funny you should say that I've never thought about it that way, but this was another marketing moment for me. I really felt like the new hello was a good primer, but the now hello is robust. It gives you skills, whether we're in person or virtual, uh, whether you've met someone for the first time or you've met them for the 10th time. How do you keep in touch with people? The networking chapter is very strong because that's how we keep our businesses going. We need to network no matter whether we're an introvert or an extrovert or somewhere in between. We have to network with people. Yeah. We have to have conversations. Conversations have gotten rusty. We're, we're so determined on Zoom calls or whatever your platform to get right into the subject matter that we don't have time for some small talk, right. getting to know each other right. like we used to when we were in offices and like we are doing now that yeah. we're back at work in yeah. some capacity. Well, I've read both the new hello <laughs> and the now hello. Thank you. What for for readers and, and, and people in the audience who have not read either book, any recommendations on how they should read it, how they should use it? Yes. I want people to feel like this is a practical how-to book. Open up the front, go to the table of contents, and look for a chapter that sparks your attention. Do you want to brush up on your conversation skills? What do you do to know how to get out of a conversation? How can you ask your employer if you can be on a hybrid schedule as opposed to fully back in the office or fully remote? Pick something that sparks your interest and read that chapter. And what I love about this book is that it really is a how-to book. When I say what to say, what to do, I mean that. Here's a situation. Let's say someone comes up to you and you can't remember their name. This is what you say, and this is what you do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes it easy for people. Then you can use your own language. But this gives people starter language so that they feel confident if they practice. And practice. Let's talk about that. Let's talk you about that. You can practice that. anywhere. Uh, I, I have my book that has a bunch of dog-eared pages, lots of notes, some sticky notes on there as well. You can practice pretty much anywhere, right? So that you're ready when the moment arrives in real life. Yes. Let's say, for instance, you're practicing how to stand up for yourself if you get interrupted. You might say something like, Jim, hold on a moment, please. I'm almost finished. Or... Suzanne, I think you'll like this. Hang on one second. Well, that takes courage to say that in the moment. But if you practice it while you're chopping vegetables or walking your dog or in the shower or doing burpees, whatever it is, then I believe once the words come out of your mouth, then you know you can say them again. 
And that builds confidence. We always forget that someone like Jerry Seinfeld, for instance, before he ever performed for the first time on The Tonight Show, he practiced, rehearsed his four-minute monologue 200 times. That's why he sounded so comfortable. And you can too. So what are you currently excited about or what new trends do you see developing in business? You obviously talk with a lot of executives, a lot of business teams. You've probably had a lot of uh, new clients and new interactions from the readers of your book. Mm -hmm. What are you seeing in the business landscape today as far as trends? Mm. Well, the biggest trend I'm noticing is a hunger for culture. Mm. One of my clients said, well, Tracy, you know, COVID killed culture. And I thought, yeah, in many respects it did. I have a lot of clients who are saying, how can I explain my culture to people I'm onboarding? How can I bring back the culture to people who have been gone for a couple of years and are not involved in the day-to-day of the company in terms of being in the office? And what I love about the Confidence Project is that You can create culture by having civilized conversations, by teaching people how to listen to each other. You know, Larry King said, Larry King, the talk show host for 50 years and had over 50,000 interviews. He said this about listening. I never learned anything while I was talking. Hmm. And that's a skill that people need to learn. And that's how you can build culture. If you have a culture where people listen to each other, where they have comfortable conversations, where they have the courage to have difficult conversations, where they are uh, bring people into conversations, where they are learning how to network with each other, how to present themselves, whether they want to wear a mask or not, or whether they feel like they still need to distance or not. These decisions will change as the virus comes and goes in different areas. But my goal really is to have everyone feel good about presenting themselves, and then that puts other people at ease. Right. And it also puts them in the best spot possible to have their own marketing moment, Mm -hmm. whether it's sitting next to somebody on an airplane or maybe a new client or a new networking event. Uh, By implementing the suggestions and tips from your book, it puts themselves in the great spot to take advantage and to to seize that marketing moment for themselves and not miss it. Yeah, exactly. That that um, expression we've all heard, you never get a second chance to make a good first impression. Right. It's true. People don't have a lot of patience for for someone who's rude at the beginning. They don't really want to know that you've missed your plane. They don't really want to know why you're being rude. We need to be consistent as much as we can to all the time. Right. And that's what these skills give us a chance to do. Any parting words for our listeners today? Uh, Parting words. There's an expression I heard not long ago. It said, after 10 years, she was an overnight success. (laughs) (laughs) And it takes a long time to build a business, to build a brand, to build a personal reputation. Warren Buffett says it takes 20 years to build a good reputation and five minutes to ruin it. And if you think about it that way, you'll behave differently. And that's the way I feel, that you have an opportunity to present yourself with confidence, which comes over time, which comes with practice, and be patient with yourself and know that each of these skills that you'll learn can help you to have your marketing moment when the time is right. Right. Well, I think you're proof of the benefits of practice, (laughs) good timing, and also perseverance. 
So thank you for joining us today. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. Uh, we're delighted uh, in the new book. We wish you well and, and hope for success. I know I've enjoyed it and uh, we'll probably have you back again sometime. I'd look forward to it. Thank you for the opportunity. Thanks, Tracy. You bet. Your Marketing Moment is a program from Act One Partners. To follow along and learn more about elevating your brand and transforming your business, visit actonepartners.com. That's A-C-T, the numeral one, partners.com. Thank you for listening. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.